Here in the North Country, we're in the middle of winter, and there's very little open water to cast a line into. Only the hardiest of fishermen are on the rivers that are still flowing ice-free. However, the optimists among us know that spring is coming and will soon be here, and it won't be long until we hear the sounds of boats on the water. On today's show, we'll visit with a fisherman that has devoted countless hours into the sport of muskie fishing, as well as the conservation and education of the sport. He'll share about his passion of sharing with others this sport, and to give them the possible opportunity to land this extremely elusive fish. He'll also tell us about his desire to share something else far more important than fishing. One of the very first things that Jesus said to his disciples is, Come follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Our guest is not only a fisherman, he's also a fisher of men. His passion goes far beyond the desire to catch fish. It's also to share the love of Christ with all that step foot in his boat. So come along now as we join our host, Dean Hulls, at the Central Wisconsin Sports Show and talk muskie fishing on the Trail to Adventure. Welcome to God's Great Outdoors, the Trail to Adventure. As you can hear, there's a lot of noise in the background, and we are at the Central Wisconsin Sports Show in Wausau, Wisconsin, and our guest today is with Bill's Muskie Club. Jeff, give us your full name. Jeff McCulloch. McCulloch, okay. Yeah, and it's spelled M-I-C-H-O-L-I-C, so it sounds Irish, but it's not M-C. <laughs> it sounds sounds like it's an Irish name, but actually it's more Slavic. It, so it, it's like, uh, like is the chainsaw McCulloch? chainsaw yeah yeah no relation yeah that was my nickname in college oh really chainsaw okay yeah. you're like a like a 16 inch bar chainsaw because you're yeah you're a little bit shorter a short one yeah <laughs> but i got the job done you know <laughs> i was a wrestler in high school in I, high school ex- and college yeah wrestling at 99 in high school 99 uh, pounds i was i was actually not that small i was i'm small now in stature but you know i always wrestled my true weight which was about a hundred and 25 pounds. Okay. So. Well, it's good to be here. Uh, we, you and I met last year. Yeah. And we talked musky fishing and yeah. we talked uh, about a few different things. But the other thing that I was really interested in with, with you was you talked about you're getting people out on the boat yeah. and sharing a gospel message with people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When I saw your, your booth here, it drew me in right away. God's great outdoors. And I thought, what a wonderful idea. And my ministry is called Fishing for Christ. We do mostly musky fishing, but we do some walleye fishing too. And and uh, we fish on the Wisconsin River predominantly, but I I bring people out and I share the message of God, the gospel with uh, with the people that my clients and stuff like that. When I say clients, they're really not clients because I don't take any money. Yeah. I just I just treat them out for a day of fishing for muskies, and then they donate back to the church. You know, and I really yeah. don't have a. I don't say it's got to be my church or it's got to be your church. As long as they're donating back to the mm-hmm. church, that's all that's important. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about your musky fishing. Tell me a little bit about your background in fishing. I've been just so passionate about fishing my whole life, you know, and I I never got any sleep when it came to thinking about fishing all the time. That's when I was a kid. I would get up before the bus would come in the morning for school, and I would be out fishing. As I grew older, it it was just a passion for me. So fishing has always been a big part of my life, and my father's always had you know fishing boats and stuff like that and it just carried over and then now with my sons i share the same thing i'm always fishing so i became a member of bill's musky club and then eventually the president and now a longtime president for bill's musky club but yeah it's it's just a great great club for people to join and it's it's real reasonable it's ten dollars a year for adults and five dollars <laughs> a year for kids but you know we have seven free outings that we have 
you know, around this area, and uh, you get a free lunch at the outings, too. So yeah, it's well, like, you can't beat that. You can't beat it. And the, you get two free newsletters, and it's just, it's just a great, great club because what it's all about is families and camaraderie and, and just, you know, the thrill of fishing, and we ca- like to, you know, carry that on. Yeah, so. well, it's funny because something just came to mind. Jerry Calluet, our, our host, before who passed away a year and a half ago, usually get to this point of, it, of the show, and he would say something like, you know, that that sounds like a great time for a recipe or something like that, and this is a, this is a maybe a kiss of death for somebody talking to a musky fisherman, but you got a really good musky recipe. That's not a good thing to tell a musky fisherman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's this club has is the second oldest musky club in the world. Yeah, 1964 wow. is when it was founded by the uh, founder Bill Hafe. That's why it's called Bill's Musky Club. And Bill Hafe has now passed, but he is in the Freshwater Fish Hall of Fame. And he's kind of like, he's the guy that we want to continue this legacy on. You yeah. know, he's he's the person that we, you know, it was all about camaraderie to begin with, and that's what we want to continue, you know, that yeah. kind of camaraderie. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a joke on the, on the recipe, as you know, because most diehard musky fishermen would never think about eating one. Heck no. Yeah, that's, you know, musky fishing, it, it's it's a low-density fish, and you don't catch one, you know, every day. But it's something that you uh, put it on your bucket list, and it's something you want to catch before you die. Right. I, I'm pretty lucky with muskies. I usually catch about 50 a year, but I really, really go after it. Yeah. That's one of the things that I just pursue, and I... I've probably caught a thousand muskies in my lifetime, but yeah, it's just that, something. That's a, that lot of, that's a lot of fish when it's muskies. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, we're going to take a quick break. Adam is going to uh, is going to tell people about uh, who makes this show possible and the the donors and and underwriters, and then we're going to come back and we're going to maybe tell some fishing stories, um, true or false, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. And then stories uh, are stories. And we'll and we'll get into we'll hear a little bit more about the about the um, the group that you're involved in with bills and then also hear a little bit more about your ministry we'll be right back for the last 26 years god's great outdoors trail to adventure has been broadcast out to win men and women boys and girls to jesus christ this is only possible by the generosity of our listeners thank you to all who have supported us in the past god has blessed us because of you and we pray that you feel his blessings as well Additional underwriting support has been provided by Matthews Archery, the leader in the archery industry. Mission Archery, with revolutionary crossbow technology. Three Rivers Archery, supplying everything you need to make your own traditional archery equipment. Hunter Safety Systems, saving lives is what we do. And Conviction Game Calls. At Conviction, we don't separate work from our faith. We believe that our faith should be evident in every aspect of our lives, and the outdoors is one of the best places to share that. God's Great Outdoors has produced many ministry tools, including tracts, DVDs, and books to help you reach others for Jesus Christ. You can access these items, other God's Great Outdoors items, and so much more at our website, godsgreatoutdoors.org. That's godsgreatoutdoors.org. Thank you, Adam, and welcome back to God's Great Outdoors, the trail to adventure. We are in Wausau, Wisconsin at the Central Wisconsin Sports Show. We are with Jeff McCulloch, and Jeff is um, a retired school teacher, yep. a musky fisherman, yep. a musky guide that really, you don't do it for money. But I'm sure if somebody wanted to hire you, you might do that. Um, yeah, if they want to hire me, I, I yeah. insist that they pay the pay church. Pay the church. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. The most 
money I've made for a day of fishing, um, someone paid $1,600 wow. for me to, uh, to guide them. Yeah. So it's, that's a lot of ministry paid. For. That's a lot of ministry, that, and that goes a long way to help the youth and and things like that in in a in a congregation. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's and, amazing. You know, it's uh, we had somebody walk through today, and it's somebody I knew from before, and she walked over and she looked at God's Great Outdoors, and and she stopped, and I saw her take out her checkbook, and she wrote a check and gave us five hundred dollars. That's that's amazing. Through. It was that's amazing. It was. Thank you, Mary. So she yeah. was a friend of ours from childhood, actually. That, oh, that's awesome. That Linda, Linda and I are good friends with, but you know, I, I thought maybe if you got a, if you think of a, um, maybe a story of maybe something funny, maybe something embarrassing for you or for somebody else, you don't have to share a name. Oh, you know, <laughs> with musky fishermen, there's so many things that we can look back on, and uh, it's it's a difficult thing, you know, when you go out fishing, it's it's a difficult thing because sometimes you don't see a fish. And that's a hard thing. It's a hard sell for to try to tell a client, well, this is a lot of fun, and maybe we'll see a fish and maybe we won't, yeah. but we're certainly not going to keep one no matter right, what. Right. You know, we're always going to release it. So people oftentimes don't understand that, but after they get one in the boat and understand that it's a low density fish, that's really an important kind of message to send. And uh, yeah, once I was fishing and it was on the Wisconsin River. And I was throwing crankbaits, you know, and I was banging the rocks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And a lot of times you can trigger strikes, but, you know, for, for big walleyes, catching them that way. And, in fact, I caught a, a really nice 32-inch walleye. Now, this, wow. is, this is before the season starts for muskies. And it was, uh, I think it was in early May. And our season doesn't start until uh, Memorial Weekend. So I'm out there fishing for walleyes and banging crankbaits off of rocks. And my friend... I know the DNR by the sure. very, you know, they a, know who I am. In a good way, I hope they yeah, know you. <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. Um, they know who I am, and, and I know who they are. So he gives me a call on my cell phone. I goes, hey, what's up? And he goes, yeah, you wouldn't, are, you're not musky fishing down there, are you? And I said, well, no, I'm not. If I wanted to musky fish, I'd have to go south of Highway 10 right now where it's open. Because it's not open up here. We're in the northern zone. He goes, good answer. He goes, well, good luck walleye fishing. I hope you get a, a nice big one. And I said, well, thank you so much. Anyway, five minutes after we hung up, what do I get? Musky. A musky. So I get a musky on, and I know he's watching me through the binoculars yeah. from the hill up above. And I'm like, oh, sugar. You know, what am I going to do now? I said, well... I'm not even going to attempt to net that fish. Yeah. I'm just going to unhook that fish right at the side of the boat, you know, with you know without yeah. even you know, and that way it's certainly going to be catch and release. Well, anyway, so it didn't quite work out that way. So I reach over the side of the boat, and that fish rolled, and he threw that hook right into my hand, and then yeah. now I'm stuck. I've got the fish on. And the, he's hooked into my hand, and it it's thrashing at the side of the boat and just gator rolling. Oh. So he got deeper and deeper and deeper, and uh, so I'm like, oh, no. I, and I'm not going to bring that fish into the boat because then I would have a real problem. Then that fish may die, which wouldn't be a good thing with the game warden well, watching you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what am I going to do? So what I did is... Uh, my crankbait is plastic, so I took that fish in the 
in the crankbait, and I whacked that plastic along the side of the boat, and finally it cracked and broke, and that fish was able to get free. So she finally got free, and I'm like, oh, boy. Boy, do I have a mess here, because my, I couldn't open my hand up. That's how much of the hook it was rolled up, and the skin was all tight, and I'm like, oh, no. Well, I better have to go into the hospital and try to get this done. So uh, I, I pull in up to the boat landing, and the game warden walks down. He goes, hey, how'd you do out there? And I, I go, like, I lifted my hand up to say, yeah, it, it was a bit of a challenge. He goes, oh, my gosh. He goes, oh. He says, I really can't help you with your hand, but I'll help you get your boat on the trailer. <laughs> so, you, you didn't tell him that because you were up there? I, I yeah, I said, I got a muskie on, and I said, I really didn't want you to... Uh, be upset right, with me. Right. It wasn't. It was by accident, actually. But uh, and, and that'll happen, you know, when right. you're fishing. Right. But, uh, yeah. That, no, and, and I've got some. I've got some big walleyes. My friend of mine and myself when we're musky fishing. Oh, absolutely. We were throwing in a weed bed one time up in the Upper Peninsula in two feet of water. Yeah. In a big hole in a weed bed. Yeah. And we got a 30-inch walleye that yeah. way on, on a on a surface plug at heat of the day no reason a walleye should be in there i know and and he got and he we caught a great one yeah yeah it that happens often i i think i've caught and i've i've caught mm-hmm. uh at least 40 walleyes over 28 inches on musky bu- no musky plugs wow. so it's it just it's yeah. for some reason they like that and stuff. i've got you know northern our northern pike are not considered at the same level as mu- for musky, yeah, as musky, and the dumbers too, yeah. And uh, I've caught some that were. It's like the little sister. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and they're you know, or the or the uh, young step stepbrother, yeah. redheaded stepbrother, you right? Know? So, but I, I've caught on six inch plugs. I've got four inch northern pike. You know, I don't know what they're doing trying um, to attack it. Isn't that something? <laughs> it is. it they is. are amazing. So. Um, Tell me, tell me a little bit more about bills, about yeah. bills, and what you guys are doing here. What you're, you know, some of the some of your reasons for of having bills. Well, bills was founded in 1964 by Bill Hafe. He was a local restaurant owner, and he had a great thing going. And uh, he just started a club, and the thing grew, and it grew to over 1,200 members. Wow! So it was an amazing thing, and uh, so we would have these events and stuff like that. And it was just for all about camaraderie. And, of course, we wanted to help stock fish. That's perhaps another important mission for us. But uh, we, uh, we just grew and we just enjoyed the club, and so we wanted to continue that tradition. So nowadays what we do here at the Expo is we sell memberships, and they're $10 a membership for an adult and $5 for a kid. But uh, with that membership... Um, we also try to like bring people into our club and just expose them to what the joy of musky fishing can be, and just you know, it's it's a family kind of club. So uh, we continue to have uh, big banquets here here at the Expo Center. Um, it's a chicken dinner kind of thing. We have them in April, and uh, and we have all these raffles and and fun times and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we, we do all kinds of outings during the summertime. We have seven free outings, and then you get a free lunch at the at the outing. And then we have speaker events in the off-season. So everything is free, and uh, it's just a, 
a chance for people to get educated about muskie fishing, people to enjoy muskie fishing, and also a chance for us to give back uh, to the community and give back to uh, the fishery by stocking and different things right. like that. So. And you're doing stuff out here with kids? Yeah. With we, little we, uh, pitching, pitching yeah. some lures? Yeah, we teach kids how to cast, and uh, that's fun. And we have these little plastic fish that they can catch. And that's fun, too. So, uh, yeah, they just have a blast. So, yeah, we're doing things, and we have the, what we call the Wisconsin River Cleanup, where we get 300 kids to come and help us clean up the rivers, the banks and stuff of the river, up and down the, the Wisconsin uh, from uh, just north of Wausau down south of uh, Mosinee. That's a lot of water. Actually, there's a ton of water in that there's river. There's a ton of water. Here. But we do it every year, and it, we've done it for more than 20 years, and it's it's just a good way to kind of give back to the community. Right, right. Well, you're, it's interesting. I, I've, I, as I told you off, off air that I've musky fished. I used to go with a friend fairly often. He loved to musky fish. I'm a much more of a pan fish. Yeah. I wanna, I don't, I'm not even a real good walleye fisherman because I want to catch fish. Yeah. You know, you find a good walleye fisherman, and lots of times he'll find, he'll hunt for fish, hunt through his boat, you know, looking at his graph, and yeah. he finds fish and catches a few fish and says, okay, let's go find some more. I said, no, I want to stay here and catch fish. W- musky fishing, you're, you're happy, like you said, if you get one fish. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I, I told you, my, my best, I, I always had a, a goal of a, a 50-inch fish. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the goal. Now it's 60-inch for a lot of people <clears throat> that have caught a 1,000 musky. Well, a 60-inch fish would be a far reach. Right. I mean, I, there's... There's been in the last fifty years probably one or two caught. Yeah, how big's your biggest? Fifty three and a half. Okay, I've caught a couple of those. Yeah, I I was telling you I was in a twelve foot pram, and if anybody's seen me on the radio, I'm I'm a pretty husky guy, I, and my son was four inches taller than I am, and a big guy, and we were in a twelve a twelve foot pram on a on, it was a private lake, but wasn't stocked, but a private lake, but it had musky in it. And we were casting. We had 17 fish we saw that evening. Oh, it was amazing. The fish were that's so active. a great active. day. We had fish. We had um, surface lures. And the fish were coming up, missing them lots of times. But they're coming clean out of the water. Yeah. Finally got a big fish on. Again, my goal is 50. And we got it to the edge of the boat. And I didn't want to bring it in. Because I, I just didn't, I didn't want to take a chance of swamping that boat. I yeah. didn't want to take a chance of hurting the fish. So we laid the paddle down next to it. And we did the best we could didn't stretch it anything else put our put a thumbnail at the end you know to see put his tail on one end and we thumbnailed the other end it was 49 and three quarters wow now i could like you like you and i talked i could have stretched that if you had to pinch the tail tail out just moved them a little bit but we didn't know how long it was till we got it in the boat yeah and that's kind of the mark that most musky fishermen go for they strive for that 50 yeah and you know i'd have probably had a reproduction made yeah and that would have cost me a lot of money. Yeah, so that quarter, we're talking like twelve hundred dollars yeah, for something that, like that. Yeah, that that would. And I, I've got a lot of taxidermy, but it's all been done for free. I've got friends that are taxidermists. Yeah. I trade them hunting or whatever. But that not not getting fifty inches saved me a lot of money. You know that that we have a real good taxidermist who lives in our area. His name is Joe Fatante, and he's a good Christian man. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he gives our club two free mounts every year. So the adult winner, the largest fish caught, gets a free replica. And then the junior winner, under 18, gets a free replica. So, yeah, that's another great uh, 
great benefit that we have for Bill's. Oh, maybe people. maybe we should come over to one of your events sometime and record a show yeah. with some people at your at your event. Oh, it's a it's a ton of fun. You know, you, you and we share about, a meal together. Yeah, and it's that'd just be awesome. it's just it's a great thing. Well, maybe we'll try to get over and do that. And I, like I said I'm not a big musky fisherman, but I enjoy fishing. You know, yeah. it's, I love to fish, but I like to catch fish. And usually, if you love to catch fish, musky fishing's not the thing to do. You know, in central Wisconsin, uh, people don't think of that as like a. a a great musky destination, but I'll tell you what, oh, it is like fish. the mecca yeah. for natural muskies yeah. on the Wisconsin River. It's just a great place yeah. to catch yeah. fish. Well, listen, there was something you said, and I just want to bring it up, but you said something that I thought was interesting, and it brought something to mind. You talked about when you reached down and you got close to danger, and you didn't get away from it, and you got hooked into it, yeah. and it pulled you in deeper and deeper, and it was very painful. Yeah. And that's true in our lives. If we, stay, if we don't stay away from sin, we don't stay away from the things that draw us in to cause pain, we do get drawn in deeper and deeper until we can't get away on our own and somebody else has to fix us, which you did. And that's, you know, we, we, deal with, we all deal with that all the time in life. It's, it's a danger that, and the Bible talks about it. The Bible talks about, you know, first of all, Romans 3.23 is the wages of sin is death. Now, that didn't kill you, but mm. it felt like you wanted to die no. for a few minutes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I had my friend there to help me. Mm-hmm. And there's always, there's always a, a, good, a good friend that will be there for you and help you through it and uh, bring you back. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, without somebody there, and that's why I said, I talk about that a lot, as men especially. Yeah. We need to have a man, a close friend by us because that, that'll hold us accountable yeah. and, and show us when we're in trouble. When we're too close to that danger yeah. to say, hey, man, you've got you to change that and get away from it. Yeah. And that's, that's a great example of it what really we is. need a, a, on a day-to-day basis as men. Women too, but men, you know, we're, sometimes we're too proud to have a friend close to us. You right. know, to tell us, hey, you're wrong, or you're in the wrong spot. Yeah. And I think that would be a, you know, that's a great, a great example of what we need. I, I really appreciate your time, uh, really appreciate what you do. I'd love to go, we're going to try to get out fishing. Absolutely. One day, and, uh, and like I said, one day enough for me, I, until my hip's right, I can't stand in a boat and cast that much, I can tell you right. that. So, yeah. I can sit. Yeah, I would really love to do that, and uh, you're always welcome in my boat. Well, we'll, get, we'll, sure. get, we'll give it a try someday. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jeff. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate what you do for ministry. I appreciate what you're doing for the kids and, and for the resource. Yeah. Uh, those all things tie together. So, yeah. well, and we, we appreciate all of our listeners that join us. You know, it's, we, uh, we enjoy the hunting, we enjoy the fishing. Um, but more so for me, I enjoy the camaraderie. I enjoy being with people. If you went out in your boat every day by yourself, that gets old after a little while. Being with people, for me it does. I don't know about you, but for me it does. But uh, I, I really appreciate it. Thanks again for joining us, Jeff. Thank you, Dean. I appreciate the okay. offer to, to help. So. Oh, good. Thanks. We'll do it again. And thank you to our listeners again. Uh, I, I appreciate every one of you. We will hopefully find you again next week on the Trail to Adventure in God's Great Outdoors. Sharing a boat with someone on a warm summer day is a pleasure that's hard to beat. God has given us all the gift of his great outdoors, and we're blessed when we can share it with friends, new and old. 
Today's guest, Jeff, has taken that gift to a new level by not only sharing the gift of fishing, but by being a fisher of men in the process. Then to give all monies given to him to churches and ministries is a double blessing. Like Jeff's situation with the hook run deep into his hand, we all come up against times when we are drawn into sin and we pay the price. In Genesis, we read about Joseph and when Potiphar's wife tried to pull him into a sinful situation. And like Joseph, we need to get away from the temptation as quickly as possible. We need to remember what Romans 3.23 tells us. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. We need to remember this and flee temptation and rest on Jesus. Thank you, Jeff McCulloch, for sharing with us today, and thank you to all our listeners that have joined us. If you've enjoyed today's program and would like to hear other podcast versions of the shows, you can find them by looking for Dean Hull's Trail to Adventure wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This program is provided by and can be contacted at God's Great Outdoors, P.O. Box 414, Powers, Michigan 49874, or on the website godsgreatoutdoors.org. For our host, Dean Hulse, this is Adam Erickson wishing you all a great week ahead, and we'll join you up again next week in God's Great Outdoors as we travel down the trail to adventure.